0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Gray. I'm Cam.
1: And I'm Sam. And we are glad that you joined us again for our second episode.
0: Hey, y'all. Hey. Our
1: last one, we talked about who we were. What we're about. What The Gray was.
0: Check it out if you haven't already. Check it
1: out. Yeah. And and as we go, we're going to have a lot of in-depth, serious discussions. But I think today's discussion on our second episode is more philosophical. Okay. And as you can see... In the title of the the podcast, we're we're talking Batman or Superman. We're talking superheroes. Yeah, we're talking superheroes, and you know that since we're therapists, that there is an underlying <laughs> yeah. meaning to it. It's For just sure. not. We're just not talking DC or Marvel.
0: Yeah, we're not talking right?
1: superpowers. Yeah, superpowers or Ben Affleck or Val Kilmer or <laughs> Chris Reed or.
0: Or that other guy, Henry Harry, Cavill.
1: H- Henry Cavill. That's name. Yeah, I want to, I so want to call him Harry. <laughs> but we're talking, we're talking identity. Yeah, personas. I'm going to ask you a question, and I, I want you, those of y'all listening out there today, I want you to 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 see who you're rolling with today, mm-hmm. and you'll be rolling with Cam mm-hmm. or Sam, or we're going to be on the same side. So I have a feeling, just because I kind of know Cam a little better, that it's not going to be the same. Probably not. So I have a question for you: Batman or Superman?
0: Superman, hands down. You're different. Yeah, I knew it. You're Batman. You always wear black. I should have known. See
1: what I'm saying? (laughs) She said Superman. She would say Superman, Superman. but if she said Batman, we would have to shut down the show. (laughs) So, okay, why Superman? Before I go off
0: on my tangent, oh my goodness, Superman is just better. You know, well, he's just better, Sam. He's
1: just has more
0: in a innate, okay. um, born with superpowers, which I think is really cool.
1: Okay,
0: he has this <laughs> very traumatic childhood trauma wipes out like his land of origin, his parents, and instead of like being all sad and depressed and you know angry at the world. He does something about it. He decides to save the world instead. And he just uh, is healthy. Mm. He comes across to me as living in a very healthy way,
1: yeah. he is healthy, except this one little green ruby he has a zirconia, uh <laughs> <laughs> a green lantern ish thing called yeah. kryptonite, which, has come to metaphorically mean Steal, a person's steals weakness. Steals
0: from him. Yeah, yeah,
1: steals from him his his kryptonite, which in the irony kinda is just his strength as well. The planet he came from. Yeah. But as also his his weakness on Earth. But yeah, I get it. Me and my brother have been having this debate for years, <laughs> but not in a way that we can apply it to therapy for okay, right. the people. But it's just, you know, he has Superman shirts and I mean, first of all, what's my all black have to do with Batman? You know, you know, you try, it's just not, it's an observation that
0: I've just noticed. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, Batman fits. Yeah, yeah. it's on brand for yeah.
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I, I'm not a bright bright color guy, and that's why the gray is a perfect show. I'm a neutral color guy.
0: I can see that. I like.
1: I like. I don't know if that speaks to mm. my personality, but but Batman is is probably my alter ego. He's muted. He's he muted. whispers. He does. And he talks, especially the Christian bell when he talks with the, you know. Gotta oh, boy, it's got to hurt his throat. It, it has to. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was, uh, Batman, Batman, I think represented a lot of us. How so? Because he experienced trauma yeah. at a young age. And he spent his whole life trying to really find his identity after that. And Batman is an alter ego. And I think this question, you can spin off another question from it, is Bruce Wayne Batman or is Batman Bruce Wayne?
0: I think Batman pulls Bruce Wayne out of his dark place. Yeah. Because Bruce Wayne lives alone. He has a mansion. He has a beautiful life and chooses to live in isolation and withdraw yeah. from society and his community.
1: Yeah. He he does. And I think he's confused at times. Yeah. You know, because I you know when I ask clients this, I've asked some younger clients this before and it really opens up. I, I them when they have a block like who is this guy talking to me? Yeah, it's and a great question. And I'll question. say D C or Marvel. And then I say Batman or Superman. I had this one kid and he really went home and he had all these answers and it was like, Wow, like, I didn't really prepare for this. I mean he had a whole he could have could wrote an essay That's on, awesome, on Bruce Wayne and and I think Bruce Wayne had to struggle with this this and he he was a human, right? And uh, let me let me say this. This is why I think Batman is better. Okay. Okay, first of all, Batman has all the toys. Like, he has okay, the helicopter. Okay, he's cool. Is that what the, you're the, saying? Yeah, he's cool. The, 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 he has the helicopter, he's the bike. a billionaire. A different car every time, the gadgets, and he's just a man. Okay. It's not like he has, he's a man. He There's doesn't something have something ordinary yeah, about he's him. He's an average man who has.
0: Your average ordinary billionaire.
1: <laughs> Orphan billionaire. <laughs>
0: Been billionaire. So, like all of us. Yeah. yeah
1: so what, relatable. What a what a a spectrum, right? It is. Like it is. And, and so no matter he's a billionaire now, but it's almost like his money means nothing to him because of the pain that he and the trauma that he went through.
0: Sure, like his trauma should have crushed him. Should that have. That it created so much resiliency. Yeah. But the grief remained.
1: Yeah. And in and, and Bruce Wayne to a lot of people appeared to be this Playboy, arrogant non attentive non grounded guy who yeah. just did what he wanted to, but really he was vigilante by night, saving people, helping people, but was it for them or was it for his own healing? We don't know someone argued that his motives were ambitious, but if they were for him,
0: he was doing it for him
1: because he felt like there was something he was chasing that he could never get back again, and so he hid behind the mask to accomplish what he was doing so how many of us hide behind the mask while we're trying to redeem ourselves?
0: Oh, absolutely. And it's almost like the some personas we put on empower us to be people we don't have enough, uh, to be people that without the mask, we don't have the courage to live out.
1: Yeah. And that's the difference between reput- reputation and identity. Hmm. Reputation is who you think I am. Identity is who I know I am. So I said, "What is the mask man's identity?"
0: But Superman embodies both in his um, Clark Kent world that's true. That's and true. his Superman, you know, identity, which we call that in the therapeutic world, like right, congruent, they match. That's true. And Batman, and that's why I I have the topic of like healthy and. You know, Batman should probably add a therapist to his, (laughs) you know, what his uh, staff.
1: Alfred was, wasn't
0: he? (laughs) Alfred, yeah. He he was dropping some wisdom, some truth. But I mean, it is such a great picture of when you just don't get enough as a kid. Yeah. When you just don't get enough from your parents, when you don't get the tools, when you don't when something's robbed from you and you have so much lack, and um, I think Bruce Wayne is a good depiction of, you can have all the money, you can have all the women, you can have all the cars, you can even be a vigilante vigil and right. be all strong, yeah. but at the end of the day, when you choose to live life alone, yeah. there's a sadness it in that. He was
1: very isolated. Yes. And, and and Superman didn't seem as troubled.
0: Didn't seem as troubled. Yeah. He uh, almost the Clark Kent was fine with community. He didn't choose to work alone. He was had the ability to fall in love and have an attachment issues, not yeah. be brought into the mix.
1: Yeah, yeah, Lois Lane, <laughs> <laughs> and he had his Lois Lane, and, and it was it was it was pretty much her throughout the whole story. Batman seemed to change at times, just depending on where he was. I think Batman wanted to love, but I think.
0: You know, He's he terrified. had some
1: attachment mm-hmm. issues and maybe Alfred was the only person he really trusted and because he cared for him at a critical point in his life. Yeah. But I mean, I think the answer to me is both. He's both. Batman is Superman. I mean, Batman is Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne is Batman because underneath the mask, it's not a robot or an alien. It's him. He puts it on and he can do great things. When he puts the mask on, and I think mask allows us to do things that we couldn't do. That's what, you know, we're taking a risk doing this show. We are taking the mask off.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And though the people who are are listening to us right now can't see us, but I have to have a certain level of vulnerability. to. to, I can't do this show with you, Cam, with a mask.
0: Absolutely not. It
1: won't work. No. You know, so... Uh, You're seeing Bruce Wayne today. (laughs) Batman is when I hit the streets and would have to save everybody and swing from buildings and, oh, fight the Joker.
0: Oh, yeah. And you know what? I was going to say something, and it probably can roll right into the Joker, is um, a lot of us with childhood trauma, we sometimes live out the rest of our lives just waiting for the shoe to drop, waiting for the rug to be pulled out from underneath us. And in a way, it's a way for the trauma to just um, almost be a dark shadow above us. And it can create things like, um, right, lowering self-worth, being angry at the world, right? It's trauma expressed outward, which lends us bad guys like yeah. the Joker. I yeah. mean, very traumatic. A lot of childhood trauma. Could have used it for good, but used it for the destruction of, of, yeah. of everywhere he went. He yeah. caused destruction. Exactly. He had to make the world pay.
1: Yeah, he did. He had for his pain. And there was a scene in one of the movies where I can't remember it, where it was or who said it, but it was like men like the Joker just want to see the world burn. Sure. And for the first time, Batman had a nemesis because, right, he wanted fair. affair. What's his motive? Why is he doing it and I've learned there are people like that they don't really have any motive for self-destruct those are the you know the worst kind of society but they just want to see other people burn and, well there's
0: so much pain there and yeah. somebody has to pay yeah there was somebody that was had
1: nothing he could bribe him with.
0: You know, clients who are going through that, which we call trauma expressed outward, right, which can lead to like a homicidal bend, mm. whereas trauma expressed inward can lend to like a, a suicidal or a depressed state. And so for the Joker, I think the takeaway was justice. justice. Like I someone has to pay for all the pain that I've incurred. And so, right. yeah, I want the world to burn. Yeah.
1: And I believe the Joker believed that him and Batman were not as different as Batman wanted him to be.
0: I would agree uh, with the Joker.
1: Yeah, because yeah. Batman. One of the things you never see in Batman movies, like you never see Batman kill anybody. No. You know, like he's. How does that happen? Like he's taking out the bad guys <laughs> and sending them to Arkham Asylum. Yeah. He's not. He's not killing anybody or murdering anybody. So therefore, we can There's kind of boundary. root for him. Yeah. Per se, if he was killing people, same with Superman. But I think that the Joker. And Batman are similar because I think you you probably could agree with this, that they both had pain, they just used it differently.
0: Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's a lot of the choices we have to make. You know, we all have pain. How are we going to use it? Are we going to exact Destruction on our kids and our spouse and our relationships and at work and onto strangers. Mm. Are we going to harness that, heal, learn from it, become resilient, and then pull others up around us?
1: Yeah, and I think I think what you're saying is so true, and I think it brings to the table how do we cope? Mm. I, I mean, we try to be superwoman, superman, and try to save the world, but our kryptonite is slowly but surely. Zapping our energy. And oh, yeah. We live at we live in disharmony with ourselves. No. Yeah. And because because we know when we step out and where I put on this mask or I put on this cape, I save everybody else. I come to everybody else's aid. But when I come home, I'm still Bruce Wayne and I'm still Clark Kent.
0: Yeah, it's like um saving the world and saving others. Isn't gonna heal yourself. Exactly. You've got to do your own work. You right. just, nobody else can do your
1: work for you. Yeah,
0: you got to do it for yourself.
1: Yeah, I heard. I heard, and y'all gonna hear me say this a lot. I heard a quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the quote machine, yeah. the metaphor queen, and the quote <gasps> the philosopher machine. over here. Yeah, and you know we have different segments throughout the show where we talk about different things and we learn in different things. But but I, I heard this before that you have to be your own hero. Mm. stop waiting on help to come
0: it's so true yeah. in this clinical work we're doing
1: yeah and we, we we often find ourselves like waiting on someone to save us when we have to do the hard work and you know cam i realize that feeling sorry for ourselves sometimes can can be one of the worst things that that we can do to our detriment our, to our detriment you know how do i how do i love myself and and you know, I say self appraisal, which is, you know, I was trying to trade in my car yeah, and I hated that they appraised it like so much lower than infinity or... and praised it different than CarMax yeah. and somebody else. I'm like, well, what is the accurate, you know, blue book. But then, you know, I have a value of it, but appraisal is just what I'm worth, yeah. you know, and, and if I have a high self worth, then it doesn't matter to consume what people think. And I think Batman had gotten away from that. Like, he didn't care what people thought anymore. And I did like that aspect, you know. And,
0: and I think that's a really key takeaway. When you begin to heal, you become extremely empowered. And the more empowered you are, the scales begin to tip. And the other voices of other people begins to be, you know, turned down and drowned out like it should be.
1: Yeah. And, 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 you know, you said that as we get ready to wrap this up t- uh, today, that I think that those other voices are strong, but even stronger is that voice, that voice that, sh- that we hear more than any other voice.
0: That inner critic. Inner critic. Inner voice, inner Says, critic. I'm not worthy. Oh.
1: Um, this won't work. What if they don't hear me? What if they don't like me? What if they don't believe me? You know, I'm just destined for pain and you know, life is just unfair. We all been dealt a hand. Yeah, and life is not fair.: Oh gosh.
0: And you're not the, you know, whoever's listening, you're not the only one dealing with shame. You're not the only one dealing with self-blame and guilt. You're not the only one broken. Yeah. This is the uh, condition
1: of humanity. Yeah, so capes and masks. <laughs> we, we, you know they're, they're fine when they're needed, but but you can be comfortable in your own shoes, yeah, if you're a young man or a young woman. You know, you don't have to change who you are to make somebody like you, love you. I always say the people that love me, love me just the way I am. Yeah. And um, radical acceptance of yourself. Radical acceptance. Yeah. I've always loved that. Yeah. That, that phrase radical acceptance of myself, you know, and if you don't have self love, forget trying to love anybody or or have somebody love you because there's no other kind of, uh, you know, it doesn't begin with anything other than self-love. And I think that's that's important um, because there are people who spend their lives trying to, and I'll say this about love while we're there. We just have a few minutes left and we got to wrap this up for reasons Mm -hmm. that you guys don't know. But um, there are people, I think I come across people a lot of times that are seeking love, want to love other people. But the thing about love is that most of us, the problem with is not that we are getting love, okay. th- in my opinion. Okay. The problem is, like I feel like God has put in all of us the ability to want to give it, the hmm. capacity. So what hurts us deeply the most is that we can't give love and it be received on the level that we give it. Because that capacity. The issue. capacity. Most of the time we think about, I'm receiving the love I need. No, giving it is what opens you up. But the people you try to love, when they are closed, or not open or receptive. It shuts us down, and we don't fully reach that that capacity that we have that's in us.
0: And something that I would add to that, I don't, I def- most certainly don't disagree with it. But something that I come in contact with in my clinical practice is. When I have a client talking to me about love and I ask them, have you ever been loved unconditionally? Or I ask a client, talk to me about unconditional love, and Mm. they just can't even fathom what that is. It's built on perfection. It's based on performance. I love you more when you do better, and I kind of love you less when when you suck or fall below the mark. And so I don't think our society... Is used to having consistent unconditional love, or always striving for something. Mm-hmm. And Sam, we have to go, but I'm so gonna have the last say because this is gonna win the <laughs> Superman Batman this argument, is, guys. Yeah, I, guys, I, I, you I was, know I've I been sitting looking. here thinking like this is gonna I was be like, the she's nail. Wait. This is gonna be. Go what ahead, it is. close here, I can. The bottom line is this. Okay. Uh, to your point about self love. Okay. Um, Superman has radical acceptance. He's ra- He And, and, and I, I just, the whole conversation goes back to me winning this one. Batman yet just doesn't have that self-love, radical self-acceptance. He's still fighting against himself. It's like a World War me between Batman and Bruce Wayne. Whereas Superman, he loves Clark Kent. Clark Kent super proud of Superman. They, there's radical self, uh, ex-
1: there's radical acceptance there.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast.
1: <laughs> hey, I don't even have anything else to say. <laughs> that yeah, I knew like, that would do Okay, it. round one goes to Cam. We're going to keep, <laughs> Thanks, guys. keep, keep a I contact I appreciate with it. it. But y'all go ahead and share this with someone else, and, and maybe you guys can bring up that conversation with someone, and maybe it can help you engage in some, some enlightening discussion.
0: Yeah, maybe it was relatable, and you can identify with some of the points being made.
1: Yeah, thank you. Again, thank you guys for beginning this journey with us, and we look forward to... Keeping the conversation going. Absolutely. Uh, Have a great time, Kim.
0: All right, Sam. All
1: right. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye, guys. Bye.